0: the kcl or daily with brian redmond on air online
1: and on smart speaker
0: 83 3306 9696 is the number that so many of you are already using to get your entries in for our Love Strikes competition please keep doing so now I'm sure you've heard of uh, Puffin Rock it's a feature film series and uh, long time director um, with Cartoon Saloon John Jeremy I need to say John Personal because John Personal's our CEO here <laughs> Jeremy Personal has joined us Jeremy great to have you in for What's the Story yeah, an opportunity just for us to sit back and have a chat and um,
1: obviously animation is big on your agenda at the moment oh yes yeah very much so um and it's it's a big in in kilkenny i think with cartoon saloon we've been here almost 25 years it's unreal isn't it i mean as a
0: a success story it's probably i would say almost unrivaled here in ireland
1: yes yeah i think i think so like i think i first moved to kilkenny and and in the last century, <laughs> I joke about it. It was 1999 when we first moved to Kilkenny, um, working with, with Cartoon Saloon, and I think we were maybe 10 people at that stage. And then <laughs> um, recently, I think it was 150, wow. 200 people. And where did you studio. move from? Uh, I'm originally from Dublin. So, right. Yeah, Yeah, they dragged you
0: all the way down. Yes. I mean, going back to the late 90s, what was the animation scene
1: like in Ireland in general? Well, there, there was, Don Bluth was the big studio. Um, that was that was based uh, in Chapel Lizard and stuff like that in, in in uh Dublin. So that that funded a lot of artists and then that closed down yeah. and moved to Phoenix uh in, in the US. So a lot of artists went to work for colleges and stuff. So there was an animation studio or animation uh course in Ballyfermouth, which is where myself and Tom, Nora, Paul, all the, the Cartoon Saloon people ended up meeting up there. Um and Tom just kind of approached some people uh, in our final year and said, "Hey, we're setting up a studio. Do you want to come live in Kilkenny for a bit?" <laughs> and what part of Dublin were you from originally? Uh, I'm from, from Clondalkin, so yeah, didn't have luckily, far to go. Yeah, luckily, roads, but... have it just one bus ride uh, yeah. from Ballyfermot. Twenty minutes on the bus. Yeah.
0: So, uh, young man grown up in Clendalkin, um, decides to go to college in Ballyfermot and study animation and, and everything else that goes alongside it. Um, it what were the parents like at that time when you told them that you wanted to work in this industry that was almost non-existent in Ireland at that stage? Uh,
1: they they were totally supportive. It was it was more my my teachers were kind of thrown for a loop, going, you know, it, it wasn't our career guidance teacher was like, no, I want to be an animator, and they're like, what? <laughs> <What's that?" laughs> um, whereas when I was growing up, my my parents they had uh, Disney VHSs and stuff. Um, Always oh, in the house, so we so I we grew up watching Disney movies and and stuff. So they knew what animation was, and yeah. we had and like the animation college was twenty minutes bus ride away. So it was they they were happy. Out
0: and I mean, did you study as an animator? I mean, obviously in recent years you've been primarily working as a director. Um, they're, they're slightly, I would imagine, two very different roles, though. Yes,
1: yeah. So so in the course you study as an animator or, or an artist. Um, Level person, and then as you go into the industry, you kind of gain more experience, and you work up and and uh, go into supervisory roles and management roles and director roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like directing? Um, yes, it's it's great. It's great having that uh, personal effect on the films. Yeah. Uh, or in the TV series, or in the stories. Yeah, it's it's and it's a very collaborative uh, job to do with people. So you're kind of just making making a movie or making a TV series or whatever with with your friends and you're just and chatting in, about
0: it. In terms of the role of a director <laughs> in the world of animation as opposed to um, more traditional movie scenes where you've got yeah. big divas on set and all that type of thing. I know obviously you'll be working with people, you're working with animators, you're probably working with voiceover artists mm-hmm. and folio artists and musical directors and this type of thing. You're still very much working with people um, but do you think the fact that these people aren't necessarily seen on screen, it makes them easier to work with. It makes your role as director in the world of animation easier than it might be directing the big divas of the Hollywood red carpet walks.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it it's a it's a lot easier, I think. Although even though we've worked with Chris, uh, who's the, the voice of the narrator in Puffin Rock, who could be considered a Hollywood star. <laughs> um, yeah. Totally great guy to work with, like it, it's it's he, he's not a diva at all about yeah. anything. He was when we did the voice records for for the Puff and Rock feature, um, it was in the middle of Covid and he he was based in L.A. and we were doing it over Zoom with him and he arrived late uh, to the records because they were doing a, a kind of group uh, uh, babysitting duties. And it was himself and Dawn's babysitting duties <laughs> that day, so he was just trying to sort that out, uh, yeah. f- uh, and leave, and then left Dawn with all of the kids to get out for an air. So like he's dealing with the same stuff that everybody else was dealing with at that time. I mean, and, you said yeah. Chris,
0: right? Give give us his full name so everybody. Chris, knows. Chris, O'Dowd. Chris yes. O'Dell. Chris O'Dell. Yeah, yeah. He's um, uh, I I I came across him during the summer this year. Um, yeah, himself, his wife, the children, and uh, on a walk up in the Wicklow Mountains. Uh, but that's just, the point. Just, just randomly, ran randomly <laughs> randomly yeah, absolutely, ran into Chris yeah, O'Day. Yeah, 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 in the car park, um, up in the Wicklow Mountains. But it was a lot of people don't realise that that these big Hollywood stars, as Chris is, um, they have normal lives at the end yeah. of the day. They've still got to deal with dirty nappies and feeding kids, and
1: you know, Mammy I feel sick. Can you pull the car over? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and he brings that that kind of normalcy into the into the studio, and it's a very collaborative working with him. Um. He he gives input on on the lines and how they're delivered, and he takes notes well. Like it's a very collaborative atmosphere with him. Yeah, and yeah. um,
0: one of your huge successes has been the Puff and Rock feature film, um, and. I think maybe eight, seven, eight years ago it was actually released. I mean, it's doing really, really well. But the guys at Bacardi and Saloon, you and the rest of the team, um, you've made a decision
1: in relation to something special that you're going to do with it. What's that? Um, yes, this this Sunday actually um, on the 11th of February in the Lighthouse Cinema in, in Dublin is the premiere of our Ukrainian version of the, of the film. So um, when we were making the film through the, through the pandemic and stuff, we had a, a, a couple of uh, Ukrainian visitors come to the studio that we showed them around and we and we showed them some behind the scenes of, of the puffin rock feature. Um and they were just kind of struck at at the themes of of the film kind of being reminiscent and similar to their story and and we think ourselves it's a very universal story. Yeah anyway. It, it's a, a story of a of a new puffin Isabel who comes to a new place and just has to figure out how do I live in this new Island that I've mm-hmm. arrived to, um, so we so Jerry, our managing director, decided uh, <coughs> a couple of um, couple of months from the end of production and and uh, approached us and approached Screen Ireland and said, "Hey, do you think we could make a Ukrainian version of it?" Um, so this Sunday is the is the premiere of the, of the I, Ukrainian like, version well, it's I
0: mean as the boss of Cartoon Saloon I mean he, in effect becomes the boss of the movie itself yeah. I suppose why would he have to go to the likes of Screen Ireland and ask them if he can make or was he just getting their opinion as to
1: whether it, was, it would it's work? more of like they, they helped out with funding for okay. it and stuff like that so we did a big open cast call so um we, we had to find uh, U- Ukrainian nationals living in Ireland that we were able to record. So we had a, a big open cast calling. 150 people applied from all over Ireland um, to be a voice. It didn't matter if they were actors, it didn't matter if, if they just wanted to try out and see what it was yeah. like. It, it honestly didn't matter at all. They submitted tapes. Um, we brought in Alona, um, a Ukrainian national who has experience in, in acting and, and live action. Features to yeah. help kind of be our fixer and help us out with with stuff. Obviously, nobody in Karjenslyin spoke Ukrainian, <laughs> um, so it's a little bit a little bit difficult. Um, yeah, so it, might, was, it might
0: have produced uh, some issues in the edit if it was actually now that line doesn't mean yeah. exactly what it was supposed to mean. So yes. those specialists were yeah, important, partic-
1: particularly yeah, in, in translating and stuff like that. It's a very like translating from one language to another is a very uh, specialized job mm. um, to make sure that uh, the the context of the sentence still makes sense yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that it's so just, you know Google, yeah, so Google we, Translate and away yeah, we go yeah Google Translate <laughs> does, not, does not cover it um, so we went from 150 applicants we whittled it down to I think we had 53 uh, in-person auditions over two weekends um, where people came in and, and auditioned and sang songs and, and did voices for their different characters and, and then, was
0: it a bit of a sort of I suppose maybe cathartic sort of experience for those artists who were actually coming in and um, telling this story as you said it's, it's so like their own story and doing yep. it in their own mother tongue It must. were there emotional moments at all during
1: filming or were they just all in awe of being in the studio I, a little bit of both, I think. I think when we were working uh, with them, doing the, the auditions and and stuff like that, it's very it can be very fast paced, and it's like, oh, can you try it like this? Can you sing like this? Can you can you mm. do a delivery like this with the lines? So we wanted to try and give them experience of what it would be like being in a studio, being in a record studio, because for some people, it's when you it's very alien to suddenly just be in a record studio yeah. with a mic in front of you and you're told. You know, be happy, be <laughs> sad, uh, dance, monkey be, dance. Yes. Yeah, kind of, so we tried to give them a little bit of that experience. But uh, Quiva was our line producer, was greeting people and stuff like that. So once they had, once they had left or were preparing for the auditions, I think uh, she had much more personal stories and conversations with people about, you know, they had they had left Mariupol and ended up in in Kerry and had travelled up by. Uh, public transport to get here to yeah. do an audition with us you know and it's great that you're doing this and that kind of stuff so yeah it's 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 hopefully this sunday be 300 odd family and friends of the cast and crew and uh coming to watch it and and hopefully it'll be a very rewarding experience for everybody to see and, and there's no
0: still so many of those uh, Ukrainian puffins, if you like, living here on Rock, and um, the country that we that we call home. That so many of them now call home as well, and so many coming in the whole time. And um, it's uh, now available, I suppose, for different groups or different organisations to reach out and say, you know, we have. Uh, well, tell me, I mean, if there is a group listening to us that you know has a connection with the Ukrainian community, be it locally here or anywhere in the country, that thinks, wow, I'd love to be able to screen that. How do they go about
1: doing yeah, it? Yeah, I think just reach out to Cartoon Saloon and, and there's an info at Cartoon Saloon address um, th- that you can contact. The idea with the Ukrainian version is that it's a, like it's a non-commercial yeah. film that, that we just want to um, use it as, as a kind of universal language of film and, and people can come together and, and watch uh, the communities can watch the film in their own language um as opposed to having to watch it in english or or with subtitles or anything like that so you have to if there's any communities who would like to do a screener please just contact cartoon saloon and- you
0: must be proud i mean i'm sure you've been at some of those screenings yourself and Probably just the same reaction that you would see on the faces of Irish or UK audiences or American audiences watching the movie in their mother tongue yeah. to see the Ukrainians experience it in the same way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, kids, kids watching the movie or kids watching a movie, <laughs> um, no matter what what language it's in. Yeah, and, and they can they can be the harshest critics sometimes uh, of, of yeah, what yeah. you've made. We did
0: all this just so you could enjoy it in your own language, and you're still in, not. You, too much concentrating and eating your popcorn and not watching and enjoying the movie. Um, it's yeah. An, yeah that- it's
1: all part of the experience, like popcorn and, and <laughs> drinks and and all that is all yeah. part of the cinema experience. I think.
0: Well, it's. Um Congratulations on in simple plain language, fair play to you and all the guys at Cartoon Saloon for coming up with this idea and seeing it through and, and making it so accessible to anybody out there. That, Im- that email address again, as you said, info at Cartoon Saloon, if anybody wants to reach out and um, say, listen, I've got a connection with the group, I'd love to screen it. How do we uh, go about picking it up? But it's been a pleasure to chat to you. I won't ask you on air what you're working on because I know you won't tell me. Every time somebody from Cartoons <laughs> comes in I ask them the same question and they all laugh just like laugh, that and I go, say nothing.
1: Yeah. And, and look look away and say yes I can't,
0: I can't. Yeah but our guest on What's the Story today, Jeremy Purcell, director of the Puff and Rock feature film series and long term director with uh, Cartoons. So, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. What's the Story, What's the story on the KCN or Daily.